0: Hi everyone! This is Michelle with the Warrior Painters Podcast. In this episode, I talk to Gunja Bhatt, an illustrator from India and one of our SF Warrior Painters. Gunja always knew she wanted to be an artist, even when her own school tried to convince her otherwise. Life has also thrown her many challenges, and 2020 is no exception. Things don't always go as planned, but Gunja's resilience and quickness to adapt have kept her moving forward.
1: My name is Gunja Bhatt. I am from India, currently living in Foster City, uh, California. So basically I am an illustrator and I also work for background design and I do uh, plein air painting a lot. That's my passion. So keep doing that whenever I go on trip or just outside my patio. (laughs) So when did your interest in art first begin? It's in school, yeah. I was very young uh, and uh, uh, we had uh, only one class for painting. I was getting very excited for that class and uh, used to do the same assignment uh, over entire week, like quite a couple of times. So my teacher also noticed like I'm doing a lot and my parents also noticed so they give me all resources to do more art. And I started uh, doing it and pursuing more and more.
0: Did you want to be an artist?
1: Yes, I always wanted to be artist because... Um, so there is a funny story about it. <laughs> My 10th grade, I took art as a subject because in India, it's like if you want to do a degree or diploma... So you need a merit-based ad- admission system. I took art as my subject. Nobody takes it. I am just the only one in entire 10th grade. So after doing 10th, when I went to take the leaving certificate, like you have to leave the school so you get to get your leaving certificate from the school. So when I get that, like I, I went there, the so principal said to me, no, you you don't get it. I'm like, why? So he's like, you have to bring your parents in. You are, you are leaving your school at 10th grade. I am, I'm not convinced with this. What are you going to do? I said, I'm going to pursue fine art diploma. And he's like, fine art diploma? Who told you to do that? Okay. <laughs> so I want to do that. And he's like, no, no, somebody is misguiding you. you got like good marks in science and maths and history and all other subjects. I cannot let you go in art because, you know, there is no future in art. I'm like, what should I do? You tell me that. Say So he's like, bring your parents tomorrow. I'll talk with them. So my dad and my mom, <laughs> I had to bring them. They were questioned by principal, uh, why you are doing that to your kid. And, you know, there is no money in future. She can become a doctor or engineer. And my dad uh, then told him, like, look in summer vacation, I gave her a book called What After 10th Grade and What After 12th Grade that is published in local government. You have all the college listed plus what are the courses and what you need to do to get there. She had read everything. She had made her mind before starting the 10th grade that she wants to pursue something in the art. So, We have the list of colleges. She had made the list. Like, because of that list, she knows that she needs to take art as a subject because after getting that as a subject, you can enter into the merit-based admission. So she knows what she's doing, and I'm just supporting her. Then principal got convinced (laughs) because he saw my grades of art in the 10th certificate and he's like yeah that's more than the science and maths and he got agreed and then he gave us the certificate so yeah it it worked out i got my admission in the diploma college which is 5 years college so i lived in hostel cooked my own food and did everything by myself at the age of um about 16 17 and after finishing that i uh joined one local magazine company as an illustrator and uh, a graphic designer. But I was not satisfied with that role or the salary both. So I asked my dad, like, can I do masters? Uh, and the, in the same um, city of Vadodara uh, offers the masters in fine art. So, and the the specific subject was illustration. So two years of that master's degree I did with illustrations um, major. And I finished in 2009. So since then I'm working professionally. It's been about 10 years. Was there a lot of illustration work um, in India? Um, By the time I finished my master's, there was 2010 and Worldwide economic crash is ah. happening, so I couldn't get uh, my job after finishing my masters in 2009. So I I did my 3D during that time, and um, when I get an opportunity, I moved to Ahmedabad. So there, I got a job as an illustrator. The company was uh, working on their own IP. Uh, children books and comics so I was quite excited to do that and at that time there was very less companies who were working on their own IPs so it was quite tough time there was no more jobs like no I would not say like to open market where you can just get and get job mm-hmm. there was very much competition because so many people didn't have job and pay was less but it it worked out i guess after a year we everybody get uh um, raise in the pay and so they published in the market and it was good it was good so when did you come to america oh yeah i came here in 2017 december on my fifth anniversary fifth oh. anniversary. <laughs> so we landed here and That is because my husband got a job promotion.
0: Were you excited
1: to to move? Yeah, it was exciting. I have never been out of India. So like I've been traveling here and there, but never thought to live out of India. So it was quite exciting for me. And then being an Indian, we we live in very much like so much crowd. When I moved here, it's December. So nobody's out. Everybody is inside the house. And I moved to Foster City, which is like a very beautiful city. I would say quiet. And when I came here, I was like, I'm alone. Nobody's here. Nobody's listening to me. It is so quiet, pin drop silence. And I'm like, where am I? There is nobody to see, nobody to talk. And it was quite funny when I moved here. Two months, uh, I struggled a lot to see the faces. There are no people. So as it's just seeing only sceneries and stuff. So I started painting them.
0: Oh <laughs> well, that's good. Cause I imagine that that's very um, lonely, right? Yeah, it's very you lonely. didn't know anybody, but you turned
1: it into, you made art. <laughs> I started like I started going here and there in the parks. There are like about uh, twenty-five plus parks in entire Foster City. So I started taking my son everywhere. And when I came here, the I had to wait for my EAD, which is quite um. What is that? Uh, a work permit. Oh, okay, right you give the application they are going to give you but there is uh, there is no time limit like they can give you within 4 weeks or 6 months or 8 months there is no end time oh wow so during so, that time you can't work i cannot work during that time so it my EAD came like uh, after 6 months if i could have knew, known that you can plan your uh, next year about according to that I started to apply everywhere just to see what is the response from the industry around me and what are the opportunities what do I need to do to get hired basically so I started to doing that but then at that time I used to get the interview calls and everybody used to ask me when will your EAD come which I'm not sure so I cannot join even if I have offer letter. Mm -hmm. And the time when I get it, my EAD, what happens is all the offers are filled, like the job opportunities are filled by someone else. So then I have to show a six-month gap. Because of that gap, if you send your resume, even if you have EAD, your resume doesn't get in. Uh, Again, the struggle starts to get a full-time job. So (laughs) I just decided... I don't want full-time job, I'll do what I love. And I do freelance because I used to do that in India also. So I just uh, registered myself as a business person and I started doing freelance work, teaching and uh, doing my Etsy shop, selling stuff on Etsy shop and selling local uh, communities that through Etsy I got two, three shows, local shows. So I could sell on that time and I just uh, tried to become more independent because it, it's, it's not possible. If you keep waiting, How you don't know how much you're going to wait. So there is no point waiting instead you can become independent and um, try to pursue that. I, I I have currently 20 students online. Oh, that's and, amazing! Yeah, and then uh, and that because of pandemic. I used to teach at my home studio. Everybody used to come here. So the people who moved out of, uh, let's say, San Mateo or Foster City, they moved out and they couldn't do it because they are living far. When I opened uh, online because of pandemic, uh, they could join from far, so they get more happy. And then now. I have more students. So it's wonderful to uh, be an independent and explore more stuff as you go. One thing I learned is like, after coming to US is like, just go with the flow and try to see multiple opportunities, not stick with only one, because you don't know if that comes or not. If you have multiple, it's a struggle, but then, you have to learn from it. You have to keep uh, growing that way. You just can't wait for someone else to tell you that you are eligible to do this thing. You can do it. If you are passionate, you will get it done and you will get the network also. See, I, I met Warrior Painters after coming here because in March, that was the first plane, Air Pril, right? And I get that through Facebook, okay? So I joined the group. And because till the my ed comes, I needed to paint and I need to go out. So I take that challenge and I joined Warrior Painters. It was quite fun. I couldn't finish 30 days. That's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, because of my son, you know, he, I have to take care of him. And there are lots of challenges. So I couldn't do it uh, in the first year. But I said, OK, I still did uh almost 15 paintings so it's a quite big range like if if i see i am like still student i'm doing it so i have to i can do it and then i started to network everywhere that time there was no any sf mm. so i don't know anybody in sf except etsy people or other people uh, recently we Got denial in our renewal visa, so really, yeah. So, see, we have to leave the country by end of August. Really, that's so soon. That's so soon. Oh my god, that is very strange news. I know. Oh no.
0: (laughs) So, are are you going back to India?
1: I'm not sure about that. Um, We are trying to get UK visa done as my husband's um, company's. Aptos has a branch there. Uh, we are trying to get UK visa, but see, this pandemic is like behaving so badly. <laughs> visa offices are closed. So they opened a week back, but again, it got closed. Um, we, we hopefully we will get done, but I'm not sure. If we are not get done, then we have to go to India. And then from oh, there, yeah. we will go. Uh, to UK, but I hope that doesn't happen because I have a small child. He's just five and a half, very naughty. He doesn't understand what's going yeah. on. It's really hard for us to travel with him. Kids are kids, they touch everything. You, yeah. can't, <laughs> you can't tell them, like, wear a mask and don't touch here and there. They touch and hug you, just yeah. <laughs> pass the virus. So we are very much scared. Uh, so if we get done direct from here to UK, it's much, much better. Well, but let's imagine if that is not done, we will go India, we will do quarantine and then apply from there. So every process which we did here, we have to do again and then go from there to there, uh, UK. So uh, oh. again, when you reach to UK, you have to quarantine. and. During this time, you have to find out the house. You have to find out all, like settle all furniture and everything in your house. It's very difficult. It's not easy job. Yeah. I hope it is get done. But if it is not, then we are in big trouble. (laughs) So I have only a month left and we are hoping that it will be done. But there is just a hope. Nothing is in our hand. I cannot um, assure anything. So we are trying to get to London, let's see. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, I hope
0: everything works out. I I think it'll be awesome to be in London um, for you guys. And and also, um, they have a pretty good art and illustration scene over there, I think.
1: Yeah, illustration industry is very nice over there. There are so many agencies and uh, publishing companies. Yeah to work with. So I'm very excited about that, uh, as well as animation, animation yeah. is growing very well there. So, uh, I would try my hands there and, um, uh, I don't know if we have a chapter there warrior painters. No, Did but it? I was going to say we should start, start one. I will start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck. So we'll see if it is a possible thing. I will definitely start there and yeah. we'll, uh, keep, doing more and more uh, exploration with lo- local artists because art is very much appreciated in UK as as we have here in US. So I guess there are lots of opportunities. Uh, we'll see <laughs> what is possible, but I'll definitely open a chapter over there if I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I totally
0: believe in you being, a, you'll, you'll be able to figure everything out and you you seem like you're very uh, quick to adapt to new environments and find community and stuff.
1: Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> like that earlier. I, I became like that after marrying to my husband, mm. after marrying to Rajiv. It, he, he, he had been a traveler a long years. And uh, he taught me to become independent, quick adapter. How you make uh your decisions and that impacts entire surroundings or your family or whatnot. So he taught me all these things and uh, I'm glad that I am able to do that because uh, given current situations, um, if we are not able to adapt to the new uh, time or new era, I guess uh, we will not able to survive just like Darwin's law of survival instinct, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just have to do it (laughs) and be open to everything. Just be open to everything.
0: Yeah. Um, So back to the SF Warrior Painters, I know, I feel like we just started it. How long has, had it been going on? Do you remember?
1: It started around 2018 um, by... uh, Kate and uh oh really it's been two years yeah about two years oh wow yeah, yeah. but in 2018 due to I was like working a lot in uh, uh my freelance projects and uh, teaching and like so much um, going here and there because I was new and uh uh, every weekend we used to go out, uh, drive here and there, and do some stuff. So I couldn't do plein air uh, with SF people. And uh, in uh, 2019, I went. I I decided that I will go every time. No one can stop me. Like not even my husband. Like he said to me like, okay, you can go. Uh, we'll plan accordingly. So entire 2018, I roomed on my. uh, plans but in 2019 I started to uh, think to go but then I fell ill Uh, it was uh, temporary so I'm happy with that it didn't came back but due to dehydration I had to face vertigo and then I came out of it and after some time I fall sick because of kidney stone oh no so, then I had to take the care for that and I couldn't travel and do that and entire 2019 went like that <laughs> like some or the other thing like if I am doing good then my husband is sick. if he's doing good then my my son is sick or something <laughs> <laughs> so we were like what is this entire year we are doing this and we started uh, like taking more health precautions rather than uh, eating out and all this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so I couldn't do it. And I, I did plain air April again in 2019, but couldn't finish it again, uh, not 30 days. So I was like very disappointed <laughs> with my, my efforts, but I still uh, kept painting outside and inside the house. And then in 2020, I just did like, okay, now I will not do, because I'm back on health, I'm back on everything. I started going to STF, I ma- met Kate and Pong and lots of people. And then this pandemic. came. <laughs> what is this?
0: my illness oh, no.
1: from nothing? <laughs> You are showing up, so my life is like super up and down. Yeah, every time it's like up, down, up, down. And like, okay, let's do this. So I joined Discord, our group, and started to um, meet people online and hang out and paint with them and plain April. I did more this year because of pandemic. Yeah we were all doing from home so I could uh, do almost 25 still that's great almost 30 almost 30 still missed five so I'm trying to uh, yeah it's always a trial and error this time I did coasters first time so that's that's amazing try I guess it's it it turned out good Uh, and I learned one thing that Uh, If you want to do daily thing, uh, do paint small. Yes. (laughs) Try to paint big and uh, don't force yourself. If um, If you feel like you can do two paintings today, you can do two small and that is fine. And one day you can skip and then you can start again. You can try that way also. Like always take a break after doing two. Don't take break thinking that I will paint two tomorrow. No, that will not work because tomorrow you will say I'll paint three tomorrow. Okay, and yeah. then it piles up. And then it piles up, and then you fall in that pit. So that's what I learned, this planner. And that happened because I was in the house because you are constantly thinking about your struggles, your uh, work, your improvements. Uh, I am a big journal writer, so I write every uh, single day what I'm doing and why I'm doing and what did I felt. Uh, so, you know, evaluating yourself helps you. Yeah,
0: pandemic's given us a lot of time to be reflective on ourselves in many ways, whether it's yes. our art, um, yes, yes. our
1: lives. That's true. That's true. Definitely, and. Discord helped a lot because I see all the people. Everybody comes from different time zone and they are sharing uh, their process live, which is very good thing to do. I would say like all the artists who who feel alone can at least join anytime because because now it's a worldwide community, there will be few people always online. Yeah. <laughs> Word. So even if at the midnight you feel you want to join and talk with someone or paint with someone, there are people. And it is more good for because ideas doesn't happen when you are thinking too hard. It happens in the bathroom or sometime like it, it's randomly. Randomly, right? You are just sitting and not doing anything and it clicks on you, right? And you want to paint that, then there is a community who is there always. Everybody's so welcoming. So I feel like it's it's a strong point for warrior painters that they never uh, ignore you. They will never ignore you. They will uh, acknowledge you that you are there, even if you are silent, because most of the time, with me, it happens that I cannot keep my mic on. My son is there always. Still, I feel included. Uh, I can turn on the mic in between and just speak something and turn off. Nobody is going to judge me on based off, okay, she's just listener. Not like that. So it's, it's very nice because I have never seen ha- this happen in other uh, communities. I tried, but it didn't happen. Everybody wants you to interact always and talk always. But here you can just paint, not talk. That is okay. Yeah. Uh, That's great. So I'd like to
0: end with uh, this question, or if you could give us some advice
1: for anybody who wants to start plein air painting. Uh, If you are a first-time plein air painter, don't paint. Drawing is based, so you need to learn perspective, you need to learn composition, depth, um, value. So you may just sketch with black brush pen and uh, just sketch with pen or pencil. I always do a small uh, value sketch and then start the entire painting. So my drawing, even if my drawing went a little bit here and there in A5 size, that value I've done keeps me on exactly what I visualized when I started that composition. The second thing is uh, keep your palette limited. You will think that it is hard, but I would say if you are keeping your palette limited, it becomes easy to finish because you don't have to choose the colors all the way. And before going to plein air, beat any medium, I would say make a color chart. Know your medium best. Even if you have only six colors in your palette, you should be able to know how many more colors I can make by mixing those. And then it becomes super easy for you because now you have clear vision. Okay, these color mixes becomes this and I just have to put them. What else? For? Yeah, and be, be aware of your surroundings. Here in SF and people are quite uh, good. It is very safe. Now you go to India. You paint there. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen cow running on me. <laughs> I I've seen, I've seen my son just taking my entire palette and just throwing on my painting. Uh, he was just two years old. He felt frustrated. You are not looking at me, you are painting. So he just took everything and threw that. You can't imagine what can happen with you. And one more important thing I want to share is uh, Read Atomic Habits. Uh, In there, I find out one quote of um, compounding impact uh, effects. So for example, try to improve 1% every day. So if you do it like 365 days, then by the end of a year, you improve almost 37%. So I always tell to, to my students or anybody who ask me question about plain air. Like, you learned this technique, you tried it, but how many times you tried it? Did you try that one single technique entire year or not? You have to try that same technique quite a couple of times. Then it becomes compounding, and at the year end you will be totally different artist than when you started. Thank you so much, Gunja. You
0: shared so much wonderful tips and knowledge. And I really enjoyed learning about your journey here and and how you got to who you are today. Thank you so much for
1: having me here.
0: Thanks for listening. We love hearing from you. So please leave a comment and share your thoughts. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to see more from the Warrior Painters, please consider donating to our Gumroad. You'll find the link in our description. Thanks, and see you again soon.